0: Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, and welcome to X of Words again. Thanks for joining us. I am Ashley, and with me, I have Wes for his second second episode. Glad to have you back, man. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. This is going to be great. I, I always don't know how to introduce myself in these things. I'm like, hi, I'm Wes. And uh, I'm talking to Ash again.
0: I don't know. <laughs> That's all you need. That is literally it. Okay. It's, it's, it's not complicated. Okay, cool. Today's question is, will Krakoa be around in five years? Which is, which is a pretty serious question. Uh, so the X starts now.
1: Great. So we, we talked about this very briefly and I think this is like a deceptively interesting question, right? Because I think there's the, this is really a question of how long Marvel will let certain things go, certain status quos go, which has been, you know, maybe 10 years ago, you could go longer with an idea like this than you can now because- you know, Marvel likes to reboot. You know, they reboot every two or three years with a new number one on all the titles. And I think this version of X-Men is so weird and out there, I actually don't know how long they'll let them go. Even though Jonathan Hickman is a writer who has at least some level of prestige at the company. So I don't know. Um, but I would, I would push to say that, that question is determined in a couple of factors that we'll talk about.
0: But what do you think? Um, I think... I agree with you in setting out sort of the paradigm of it, but I don't think so. Uh, and it's sad to say that, but for the, exactly the same reasons that you're saying it, is that A, I think that um, there's certain baselines of characters. Unfortunately, to greater or lesser degrees, every character has Peter Pan syndrome. There's a core character and a core setting that people like of particular characters, and they're never allowed to deviate too far for too long from those baselines. And Krokoa is a paradigm changer. Krakoa has the potential to fundamentally change all these characters that people love. And they've been banking and paying everybody's checks with <laughs> for 25 years. Um, but also, uh, I think that comics re- respond to social forces. And I think that this, the last three couple of years have forced a nas- a sort of global reassessment of the way that we talk about minority struggle. And I think in five years, when standard levels of, um, what's that word? When you've just gone back to being sort of complacency, that's it. I think in five years when standard levels of complacency around the minority narrative have come back into the mainstream, (laughs) you won't be able to sell in an idea like Krakoa at the top brass anymore. Because this year you can walk into the top office and, and go, hey, Here's a nation all for mutants. In five years, when everyone's gone back to sleep, they'll be like, but yeah, but hold on. Doesn't that mean that they're the bad guys? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's such an
1: interesting uh, point and something I hadn't considered. And I think, honestly, this, this, is, this sounds really messed up, but it's the truth. The fact, the terrible year we've had racially, right? The last, I mean let's be honest, 500 years, but, but like, let's, let's, let's her <laughs> down. Let's raise her down to the last six months, seven months has actually made the Krakoa comics so much more relevant than they would have been if we hadn't had the year we had, you know what I mean? Like the fact that we have that great, we, we talked about it last time, but that great moment in, I think it's like powers of 10, four or five where yeah. we have all the X-Men die. Right. And he's like, no more. That comes out three months before the uprisings, uh, the Black uprisings in, in primarily America, but also all over the world. You know what I mean? So, so those that real life pro- like uh, proxy creates kind of a shot in the arm for the cocoa comics because suddenly the X-Men are not only relevant but are corresponding to the real world events. You know what I mean? So I think, I think you're right. I think we, we have to think about the fact that – and, you know, racial uprisings happen every four or five years because, as you say, everybody gets uncomfortable. We make surface changes and then we go back to normal and then something bad happens and we come back and we're like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? So I wonder if, if how long the gas is going to be in the tank for, for something
0: like this. But then maybe, maybe, I'm being, maybe I'm being really skeptical here and pessimistic because actually there's timing, there's timing considerations that maybe I haven't taken into account. Um, I'd imagine it takes a long time to set this thing up. So maybe Kokoa was in the works way before March of this year. Sorry, March of last year now, isn't it? It's last year. March of two years ago now. Yeah, maybe Does maybe in the work, was in the works before that. I don't know. But um, hopefully, I, I mean, hopefully, yes. But I would say that with your point, which is the, the classic turnover of having to replace everybody with their original settings, you know, RIP to all spider-man's children his marriage like dude i don't even want to talk about it (laughs) i I talked in a different episode about how spider-man is the worst peter pan character in marvel like they will not let him grow change evolve
1: they they literally won't and and the issue this is an x-men podcast but like (laughs) i was like maybe with the introduction of miles morales will finally allow peter parker to like be an adult but no, still like he's still dating around, getting fired. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, he's 30. Like, he, he needs a job. He needs a regular big people job. And he needs, like, a steady girlfriend. I don't know what you
0: guys are doing. And I wonder whether Croco is going to be that. Like, whether ultimately uh, they're going to reset everybody. But maybe not. I mean, optimistically, maybe they can reset them on Krakoa. Like we've seen it happen to Jean Grey. Jean Grey got kind of hard reset back to that horrible green frock and the very starched eyepiece. And um, <laughs> you look can't see where's his face, but um, please vocalise this.
1: Who, who, whose idea was it? <laughs> like everyone is wearing this, like. It's like mutant clothing, they call it. But it's like, it's like, you know, the superhero outfits. And she's wearing like a, like a Halloween costume.
0: It's, I, just someone has to be prosecuted. She looked like the Hamburglar's wife. I just, I don't even want to talk about it. Because you know what? You've got X Factor. Everybody came to Krakoa with fits. With fits? But literally, there's that, that comic
1: where Magneto has like four fits in his crib. And he like <laughs> picks one. And I'm like, what, what is she wearing? Why? Why? Also, this is going to be a topic at some point because I'm going to put it in the doc. How do mutant clothes work? Why does everybody wear the same three outfits? Do, does Cyclops have a closet of that like black and blue thing? I don't understand. I don't get how it works. But, <laughs> but um, I think going back to your question, I think the big consideration that we talked about offline quickly was – whether or not the MCU is going to adopt this version of the X-Men into their fold.
0: Oh, which yeah. Is oh yeah.
1: Which is possible. I think I think there's, there's there's a world where the MCU sees that Krakoa is the highest selling X-Men comics in the last 10 years and goes, "Let's try to pull some of that in." Even if it's not called Krakoa, even if they you go, you know, Genosha or anything else. Yeah. I think it's highly yeah. possible that they're gonna pull some of this and they might even pull like the Xavier with the, the tank on his head look, which means Krakoa might have more gas than it would have had
0: otherwise. That's very true, that might submit it in. The partnerships, wait, actually, maybe I'm gonna chat bullshit here. Um, somebody who knows will probably call this out, but did Utopia and Genosha happen at the same time as the MCU being one of the most profitable film franchises? in history oh that's a good question because did, did, the, did the previous iterations of a mutant nation have the backup <laughs> of the mcu or even because the writer's MCU. mindset changes do you know what i mean but like when the mcu came yeah. up suddenly there was this new understanding that the things you write if they work well enough might make it up into the movies we'll
1: catapult in but, Ash, the issue with that is I remember – this is how I remember it. Matt Fraction is doing Nation X or as the MCU is kind of in its infancy. And then the MCU reaches its zenith, and, and there's a, a call from Marvel that's like, shrink the X-Men because we don't own the rights to them. So then we shrink, we break that apart, we do schism, and then we do Bendis' run, which is shrinking the X-Men down, no new mutants. Yeah. So I actually think it's the reverse. Ah! <laughs> I was so ah, I That was is so my close. I was watching the time.
0: That's my favorite noise. That's my favorite time and noise so far. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> curses. <laughs> okay. I Okay, so do you want it to be around for 5 years? If the option was there, would you say yes or no?
1: Yeah. Dude, this is like th- First of all, we have everything. Like we have we have the weird body switching possibilities with the resurrection. We have the two mutant islands. We have like yeah. Like give me more. I wanna see but I want it to be like controlled. Like I want it I want it to be quality controlled. I don't want some crazy person or wild person just coming to be like, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. Like I want I want Hickman to be on it, but I wanna see what they can do
0: in five years, you know. Okay. Yeah. And if it becomes a long-term thing, would you want it in the MCU? Yeah. Given, given the, the, the chopping and the surgery that has to happen to make it understandable to a mainstream and a super, super tuned-in audience, would you want to see shorthand Krakoa in the films?
1: I would love it if they did some kind of thing with, and Marvel, if you're listening... I am a film student and I have bills and pitches. Um, I would love it if they did something where the Scarlet Witch made mutants, their existence like hidden. Right. So at the end of this arc of her slow mental deterioration that we're seeing with WandaVision, we, we, we have mutants getting pulled back and they were always here, but they were on Krakoa or something like that or on some Island. So that their, their existence was cloaked. Right. and,
0: Or her, her no more mutants just hid them and didn't erase them. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then we reverse it, and then we have an island of mutants. And I, and I think, but I think that has to be handled carefully. Like you have to have, you have to have a director, writer, someone like Jordan Peele, even though he would never do it, who is who is good at genre, but is also, uh, you know, a person of color. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think you can just hand this over to like, you know, uh, no offense, but like the guy who does the Ant Man movies. Like those are good for what they are, but I don't think he can handle
0: the The themes are
1: very different yeah yeah. the multiple layers of of, that that would be required for an x-men movie that takes place in Krakoa. but that's my thoughts i I think think
0: if Krakoa and and, i know we're going over but i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up in in a bit but i think it's such a it's such a strong platform that i would want this to be the start of an offshoot of the MCU I don't I think mutants are too big to be rolled into what is essentially a long-term Avengers network the MCU right now is just kind of like an Avengers network and I reckon if the if the mutants are pulled into it this is about starting something else Mm -hmm. and yeah that's it that's it so that's all I gotta say cool awesome all right Well, thank you, thank you, man, as always. Oh, thank you for for having me back. Pleasure having you here. Um, I've been Ash. And this is Wes, and this has been
1: X of Words.
0: I'm on the truck, someone I fit aside